The prison guard led me down the hall to the waiting room. A pregnant girl cowered in the corner. An older couple embraced each other, and a pale, skinny woman bit her nails as a young boy fidgeted in her lap. The rancid smell of vomit loosely masked with bleach made me gag. The scene was so pathetic. We were all here to see our loved ones, incarcerated in this hellhole. Your boyfriend will be out in ten minutes. The guard sneered, his eyes undressing me. He's not my boyfriend. He's my brother. And he's innocent. The guard laughed and swiped the beads of sweat from his forehead. Sure he is, sweetheart. Never met a guilty one. Jerk. That guard wasn't fit to polish Joaquin's boots. After an agonizing wait, the prisoners stumbled out into their partition section of the room. My brother came last. All my girlfriends were in love with Joaquin. Who could blame them? Even in this pit of despair, he still looked like the ultimate alpha male. His muscles bulged in his orange prison jumpsuit, the elbow-length sleeves barely covering his tattoos. At least I didn't have to worry about anyone screwing with him in jail. He was trained to kill a man with his bare hands. Joaquin had everything going for him, until he was charged with a crime he didn't commit. I knew my brother, and he simply couldn't be guilty of what he was accused of doing. Joaquin was an easy target, a poor Mexican-American orphan with no trust fund, no senator endorsements, and no college education. But my brother had integrity, loyalty, and honor. He would never disgrace his teammates, betray his country, or destroy his brotherhood. And he could never hurt a woman. He tapped on the glass, and we both reached for the phone. Thanks for flying down, Mia. Are you okay? I threw my free hand in the air. Yeah, I'm okay. I'm not the one in jail facing the death penalty for murder. I took the first flight I could get. What the hell happened? The man on the other side of the glass wasn't the brother I'd grown to respect and adore. He was still strong, still resolute, and seemingly impenetrable. But his eyes, I looked right into his eyes. Though his long, dark lashes covered his pain, I knew him too well. To anyone else, he would seem formidable. But to his baby sister, he looked broken, torn. I didn't kill her. I can't talk about what happened in here. His eyebrows motioned toward the cameras in the corner of the room. But you have to believe me. I swallowed. I'd watched the incessant news coverage. It didn't look good. Two weeks ago, Joaquin's commanding officer, Paul Thompson, had thrown a huge party for his SEAL team at his in-law's oceanfront home in Encinitas. Witnesses interviewed by the police said they heard loud music and saw women coming in and out of the place. Guess the neighbors weren't exactly going to call the cops on a group of SEALs. In the early hours of the morning after the party, Joaquin had discovered a lifeless stripper named Tiffany in his bed. He called 911, and the paramedics said she'd been dead for hours. Joaquin told detectives that he'd slept with her the night before, but that she'd been fine when he fell asleep. The police didn't charge him immediately, and waited for the autopsy results. 
Two days ago, the coroner ruled that she died from asphyxiation and had the date rape drug Rufinol in her system. Since Joaquin had admitted to having sex with her, he had been arrested and charged with her murder. He already said he didn't kill her. He would never lie to me, and we kept no secrets from each other. Well, we never used to. I held my own deep secret close, never wanting to add any burden to Joaquin's intense life. Can't anyone clear you? Are the other guys in the team trying to help, or did they desert you? What about Grant? My voice trailed off. <laughs>